It's time for Recipe of the Day. We are really in the holiday season. Thanksgiving is this week. And then, of course, Christmas is coming up and all sorts of other celebrations and parties and potlucks and exciting times. You need to have the perfect dip to take to a party or to have at your own party or just a snack on because it's Saturday, like watch a movie and eat some beer cheese dip. That's what I'm talking about today. Beer cheese is so easy to make and You can adapt it in a bunch of different ways depending on what you're doing. So I'm going to tell you today the basic, easy beer cheese recipe that I love. I make it all the time for like potluck kind of things when people are coming over and I put it in a small slow cooker to stay warm or if I make a big batch in the instant pot to stay warm with like a whole bunch of pretzel bites or buns or baguettes, chips, veggies, even our great cauliflower. I love cold, crunchy cauliflower dipped in beer cheese. Delicious. All of that can be around it and it's just everybody loves it so it's always a good thing to make. Okay first how to make beer cheese and then some delicious variations. So what you're going to do is melt two tablespoons of unsalted butter over medium heat in a medium saucepan. Once it's melted you're going to whisk in three tablespoons of all-purpose flour. Then I like to take it off of the heat when I start adding the liquid. When you're doing any kind of gravy or sauce where you're adding some kind of liquid to that roux, that paste of butter and flour that you made, it can clump up, especially if it's overheat because it starts kind of cooking as soon as you're adding it. So just to make it easier, especially if you've never done this kind of thing before, take it off the heat and then you're going to slowly drizzle in three quarters of a cup of milk, just a little bit of it at a time, whisking in between to keep it smooth all the time. So kind of like a quarter of a cup, whisk until smooth, a quarter of a cup, whisk until smooth, and then the third quarter of a cup, whisk until smooth. And then you're adding in a half cup of beer. What kind of beer depends a bit on your preference. I would definitely stay away from anything really strong tasting. You don't want like a peanut butter stout or like a really fruity sour beer. I don't really like an IPA in here either. It's a little bit too bitter. My favorites are ales and lagers, dark or light. And if you really want to know if it's going to taste good, what you can do is take a sip of the beer and have a little bit of the cheese you're planning to use and see if they go together nicely. If they go together, you are on the right track. If they clash, don't use that combination, right? Okay, so you are stirring in that half cup of beer along with a teaspoon of Dijon mustard, a quarter teaspoon of garlic powder, and a quarter teaspoon of salt, and also optionally an eighth of a teaspoon of cayenne pepper. Just a tiny little bit of heat there. Okay, then you can put that saucepan back over heat, over medium heat, and you're going to stir and cook until it's nice and thick and bubbling. So stir it the whole time. I like to even just use my whisk or a nice metal spoon that's really scraping the bottom of the pot so that nothing is sticking down there, which can risk burning at the bottom. And then you get like a bitter burnt flavor to your whole dip. You don't want that. So once it's thick and bubbling, about two to three minutes, take it off the heat. And then you're going to add in three cups of shredded extra sharp cheddar cheese, one big handful at a time. And you whisk after each handful, melting it into that hot sauce that you've got there. That's really it. Once that cheese is melted, 
melted in, you're done. You can taste it. You can add more garlic powder, more salt, more cayenne if you'd like. And then you just start dipping your pretzel buns into there. Like I said, you can transfer this to a slow cooker on the keep warm setting. And that works really, really well. It'll also tell you like if you have leftovers of this, you're never going to have leftovers of this. But if you do, or if you're making it ahead and it's in the fridge and it's cold, you can totally reheat this. You can reheat it in the slow cooker. You can do it in a microwave. Just put it in a microwave safe dish for 30 seconds at a time, stirring after each round. That'll keep it nice and smooth also. Okay, for variations, you can change the liquid and you can change the cheese, right? So instead of beer, you can use a wine. You can use a little bit of kirsch. That's like a cherry-ish flavored kind of brandy that's often used in fondues. You can use Prosecco. One of my favorites is actually to use like an inexpensive but dry Prosecco in for the beer and then use Swiss cheese instead of the cheddar cheese. And you just get this beautiful like champagne and Swiss going on, really tasty. You can add some Parmesan cheese to that and do a little bit of tomato sauce instead of the beer. You get like an Italian inspired kind of thing going on. You can do anything you can imagine. Just change out the beer for a different kind of alcohol and change out the cheese and you get different flavor profiles. Now, if you don't want to use any alcohol, you absolutely can do this as well. What I like to do is to use vegetable stock instead of the beer. You could do chicken stock. That would be fine too. And then mix a few tablespoons of apple juice into that stock. It adds a really nice round sweetness. And you know, apple juice has a little bit of acidity too. So kind of like the beer. And of course, apple and cheddar goes together really well. The idea is not to really taste the apple. So you want to mix up your stock, add a little bit of juice, add a little bit of juice, taste it. It should just have a tiny bit of fruitiness to it. That is going to be perfect and a nice thing to do instead of the beer if you don't want to use that. Okay, I'll put the link to this recipe in the show notes for this podcast episode, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get it there. The other place you can get it is in our Facebook group. I post the recipe of the day link every single morning in there. So you can always find it. You can ask questions. If you make it, you can share a picture there as well. It's a great place to get inspiration every single day. That group is at facebook.com slash groups slash recipe OTD. I'm Christine Pittman from cookthestory.com, thecookville.com, the all new chicken cookbook. And from this podcast recipe of the day, I hope you have a great day. Let's get cooking. <laughs>